Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode four of Just Say It's Magic. Today, we'll be talking about if Epcot is fun for kids. Hi everyone, I'm Leslie. And I'm Olivia. And you're listening to Just Say It's Magic. How are you doing today, Liv? Good. We have a movie review from Olivia today of what movie are we going to do? Pinocchio. And I only have one bit of news, so I'll start with mine. Today, Universal announced their dates and already on sale for their Halloween Horror Nights. You can get them in package form or just for event tickets. But the spooky Halloween Horror Nights is returning with lots of haunted houses, live shows, and uh, walkthroughs. Should be pretty cool. So Liv, do you want to do your movie review? Yes. All right, here's Liv's, or Liv's or Olivia's. How are we saying this? Just say Liv. Liv's movie review of Pinocchio. So, um, for my movie review, I'm going to talk about Pinocchio. So the story is, um, there's this little cricket named Jiminy Cricket, and, um, Jiminy Cricket tells us a story about him so he's a workshopper um and remember his name no geppetto geppetto yeah his name's geppetto geppetto oh geppetto and he carved everything out of wood he even carved a little wooden boy named pinocchio he he wished he would become a real boy, but he did, but he was still wooden, and the fairy came and told him if he didn't lie anymore or be selfish anymore, he could become a real boy, but every time he tells a lie, his nose will grow. Mm-hmm. And um, that's all I know. That's all you so what did you think about the movie Pinocchio? I kind of like it. My mom doesn't, but I do. Yeah, it's not my favorite at all. It's my least favorite. Yeah. Would you watch it again? Maybe. Did you know that they're making a live version of that movie? No. No. Yeah, it's they're making it. I don't know if it comes out this year or next year, but there will be a live version of Pinocchio at some point. So today we're going to discuss some reasons why we believe Epcot really is fun for kids. Many people say, do you think it's going to be too educational or too boring? Will my kid even enjoy it or will it just go above their heads? 
And my answer to that is all on how you present it and how you get your kids involved and being in Epcot. When we're in Epcot, my daughter is six and we take her on all the rides she's tall enough for, which at Epcot, she's tall enough for all of them. We participate in doing photographs um, around the world and, of course, in front of the Epcot ball. We do a lot of dining, whether it be at festival booths, the restaurants from around the world or in future world, um, or even the quick service. We tend to really like going to La La Cantina de San Angel for the tacos and the rice or buying a scavenger hunt in one of the gift shops and having her participate in finding what we are looking for at that festival, be it Figment for Festival of Arts, Spike the Bee, who we have not gotten to go find because we have not been able to participate in Flower and Garden Festival yet, Uh, Remy for the Food and Wine Festival, and I do not remember who you look for at the festival, the holidays, but we haven't done that one either. But that's another one. They also have around the world showcase something called KitKat, where you can get passports and do fun little activities so you can be able to explore going inside the countries. And we'll talk a little bit about that. So... One of our favorite rides, and it's right at the beginning of the park, is Spaceship Earth. This is the one where you go inside the big Epcot ball known as a geodesic sphere. And that takes you through time traveling where you take a look at all these scenes, starting with um, a giant woolly mammoth and ending up back into what the world could be like in the future and it does have a computer screen so it is interactive that allows you to answer simple questions of this or that and predict what your future could be like and it shows scenes from ancient times some things we like to do inside of there is really look for hidden mickeys and just follow the scenes take in all the smells um one in particular um when you go through ancient rome and it's burning down you get the this burning smell it's pretty neat um Olivia, would you like to add anything to what you like about Spaceship Earth? Yes. Um, I like that it has stars and the moon <coughs> and, and the um, Earth. And you get to see space. And it's just really fun. Now, when you come off of Spaceship Earth, they have an interactive area, which is known as Project Tomorrow. And inside there, they just have lots of things um, that are very futuristic for the kids to hands-on play with. Um, We haven't really stopped in there. I will be honest with that. But there are just numerous things. We've done more over at the the Figment and the Test Track, which we'll get to shortly. 
but it's just very interactive and something for the kids to see. Another thing, right when you come out of there, you're going to be near a place um, called Pin Trader. So if you have your kids um, getting a starter set for the pins, they can do pin trading, not just in the front of Epcot, but they can actually do it in the gift shops around the world. And it's a really cool um, thing for the kids to be on the lookout for and just be watching for instead of just kind of sitting back in the strollers or being bored. It gives them something to pay attention to. So another ride that we enjoy is Test Track, which is a um, a, a car ride for uh, lack of better wording, where you go in and you design a car and it can, you can design your car to be big, small, colorful, put designs on it, huge motors, plasma engines, you name it. You could be as creative as you want to be with this. And then once you link that design to your magic band, it will hook up with your car. And if you are riding with other people, you will be testing your car against other cars where you will test brakes and curves. And of course, the best one being speed where you get to go really, really fast. Liv, what do you like about Test Track? I like that it's fast, and I like the tests of that they do with the cars. That's pretty fun. It gets a little crazy in there, but it is a lot of fun. And then when you come out of there, they have, um, like I said, they have interactive areas. One, you get to see your picture that was taken while you were on the ride. And then you can go over and plug your magic band in and you can start racing a car with all these other people that are visiting Test Track as well. It's just a tiny little car and you get to play with the little steering wheel as well. So that one's a lot of fun too. Also, when you come out of there, there is a playground not too far away from Test Track. Um, it's over there uh, between Test Track and Mission Space. We're not going to touch on Mission Space today because Olivia has not wrote it yet. And if you're not familiar with Miss Mission Space, it's it's very spinny. So I I don't typically write it, but she's going to write it next time with her dad. Um. Another good ride that we go on is the seas with Finding Nemo, where you sit in a pink clam mobile and you go through the scenes of, well, I wouldn't say the scenes. It doesn't really follow the movie, but it, it takes you through and you get to see all the characters from Finding Nemo. And at the very end, um, they, they put you into a big aquarium. You want to talk about the aquarium? Yes. So, um, the aquarium has like I think there's sharks and um maybe dolphins. Yep, there's sharks, there's dolphins, manatees, lots of different fish. There's a little playground in there where you can even climb inside Bruce's mouth and a tiny little shipwreck area. And also one of my favorite hidden Mickeys is there. So that's a good one. Um, if you happen to be hidden Mickey hunters like me and Olivia are one of the best rides to do um, 
hit, looking for hidden Mickeys is living with the land, which many people might say that's not so fun of a ride. But if you are a hidden Mickey hunter, you can find about six or seven good hidden Mickeys on there, wouldn't you say? Yeah, there's some good ones on there, like the one in the fish tank, the big Mickey topiary. And there's a couple others. And at Christmas time, they light it up with lots of Christmas stuff. So it's really neat to see at Christmas time. Another good ride would be Soren, which is in the land pavilion. Do you want to talk about Soren? You're a big fan. Uh -huh. You weren't at first, but you're a big fan now. Mm -hmm. uh, so I really like it in it. There's like a movie and it'll take you through scenes like the desert and like the waters and there's like um a they see elephants. Yep, the elephants. Polar bears and whales. Whales, yep, and one jumps right at you, which is really pretty and near the end you'll get to see like the Eiffel Tower in Paris and fireworks and a Mickey firework. Oh yeah, there's two good hidden Mickeys on uh, Soren in the movie. Yep. So Soren's like a hang gliding ride. It simulates hang gliding and they basically do put you in gliders and you go up and it takes you around the world um, in about four minutes. <laughs> So that is Soren. And then, of course, all throughout Living with the Land, there's lots of things to kind of go, or not Living with the Land, the Land Pavilion. There's um, good restaurants. They have kind of a quick service food court in there. But one of the restaurants we recently just did was the Garden Grill. And they get all their food that they're their vegetables for salads and things like that straight from the um, the greenhouse that living with the land takes you through. But the other cool part about the garden grow is who do you get to see there? Mickey. Yep. You see Mickey, you see Chip and Dale, and you see Goofy. Yeah. Goofy. So it is a character dining and character dining is fun. Yes. It's always fun for kids to see, to see their friends from TV. Um, then there is Journey into the Imagination with Figment. Do you want to talk about that silly ride? Yes. I was going to say it was silly, but... It is silly. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, what does it do? We go through the senses. senses. Yes, we go through the human senses. And the smell one is the worst. Ah, uh, yes, the smell of the skunk. Yeah. And then you go through hearing and vision. And then Figment kind of takes over with his crazy imagination because Figment is part of the imagination. That's how he gets his name, Figment. He's, for those who don't know, he's a tiny purple dragon who's just very, very crazy. And you get to see his upside down house. And then when you come out of there, there is another interactive area 
where you can play with the senses, your memory and sight. One of our favorites is they have a floor that you can jump around on and it makes musical sounds. And that one's a lot of fun. Um, you can also see Wreck-It Ralph and Vanellope in there as well. Then if you start heading over to the World Showcase, like I mentioned before, one of their uh, gift shops right there at the entrance of the World Showcase, you can buy a scavenger hunt map and you can take it around with your kid um, through the World Showcase and look for um, the character that is featured. Um, Figment was the last one we did for the Festival of the Arts. And about every country you can find a big portrait of Figment. Do you want to talk about the scavenger hunts at all? Yes. So there's um, a Ratatouille one and a Figment one that we have done so far. And... There is another one, and it's a pirate one in the Magic Kingdom. And what do you like about the scavenger hunts? What makes them so fun for you? Well, you you get a map, and when you um get them all done, you earn a prize, and you give the, your maps to, to them. But there is some way you can get get them back i don't know how you get them back but you can't get them back you can keep your map even after you claim it they'll ask you if you'd like to keep your map or not they will put a stamp or a marking on it so that they know that you have already claimed your prize for it but you usually have about 12 little things you got to go find 10 to 12 and it's a it's a lot of fun we we all as a family do it together and we really do enjoy it. Um, so after that, if you start to hang left, you will end up at the Mexico pavilion, which is a really neat pavilion to go inside. Uh, resembles the city of Mexico. What they have in there um, for their souvenirs, they have lots of things themed for Mexico. They have ceramic sugar skulls. They have albriques, which are the soft wooden carvings, uh, things that go along with the movie Coco, and sombreros, maracas, things like that. Also inside the Mexico Pavilion is the Three Caballeros ride. Our family likes to call it the Donald Duck ride, where they put you in a in a small boat ride and take you through scenes throughout Mexico. And it will feature the Three Caballeros, Jose, Panchito, and Donald Duck. Jose and Panchito cannot find Donald Duck, so they have to travel all throughout Mexico to find him because he's going to be late for the show. So that's a really cool ride. It's just your basic boat ride, so it's good for the whole family. Kids love it. Um, when you come out of there, and if you continue to head left through the World Showcase, you'll end up in Norway, which has one of our favorite bakeries. Uh, Olivia tends to like the very big chocolate chip cookie there. And I like to get the rice cream. So Norway also features the Frozen Ever After ride, which used to be um, called Maelstrom, which took you through 
Viking legends and folklore. But now it has been rethemed and it is the Frozen Ever After ride, which takes you through the scenes of Frozen and up to Elsa's Ice Palace. And towards the end, you run into Marshmallow, who's the giant snowman. And you go down a, a very big hill. And that is a lot of fun for kids. Some kids may or may not like the drop, but I think it's a lot of fun. Olivia, she likes it. I wouldn't call it one of her favorites, but she does like it. Then throughout the World Showcase, another stop that we like to go into is over in Japan, where they have a Japanese gift shop that just has all sorts of your favorite Japanese characters um, through Hello Kitty and Pokemon and Japanese anime, which I won't even begin to pretend like I understand. I don't. So past Japan, you will, um, a few countries down, will get over to France, which they have just completely redone so that they could open up the new Remy's Ratatouille Adventure, which quickly became one of my, I wouldn't say top 10, but it's, it's definitely a favorite and definitely a must-do. It is a... Uh, trackless ride. Liv, do you want to talk about uh, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure? Mm-hmm. Okay, come on over here. I um like um Remy's Ratatouille Adventure because, well, you get to see Remy and and his brothers, and I'm not sure he has sisters, but. We don't know, but we know his. He has a brother, Emil. Well, I th- I think maybe I saw him with a sister. That we don't know who she is from the movie. Let's put it that way. Oh, okay. Um. So go on. Go tell us more about this ride. It's brand new. Yeah, it is, and um, it um has like the fridge. And um, um, amigo, I think that's his name. Who? Remy's brother. Emil. Oh yeah, Emil. He and he's in the fridge trying to eat the plums, and Remy says, "No, Emil, don't eat that thing." <laughs> and you go under the 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 oven and cook, cooked up. Well, heated up, I think mm-hmm. at least. Yep, because we can't get caught by the chefs. Yeah. Because we fall into the big kitchen. Yeah, so it's a lot of fun. It's definitely a little adventure um, where we fall into the kitchen, like I said, and you are trying to get out because nobody wants a rat in the kitchen, not even one that can cook really, really well. Um, It's a 3D one, but... Just super fun, and I think kids really enjoy it. I know mine sure does. Um, another spot we like to go to is over in um, Great Britain. Because over there, every time we walk by, we usually see a couple friends. We either see Alice, 
from Alice in Wonderland. Or who else do we see over there? Do you remember? Spoonful of Sugar? Yeah. Who sings that? Mary Poppins. Yes, Mary Poppins. So those two are always, um, one of them is usually out there saying hi to everyone. And that's another thing, too, around the World Showcase. You can also catch um, the princesses standing around um, waving to people. Last time we were there, we walked by Aurora. Um, and I've, I saw Jasmine when I was there by myself. And I think another one I've seen out there is Snow White. But they they all come out. Mulan goes in China. Belle will be in France. And so they do have them out still. They're still social distance, so you can't go up and hug them. But you can take selfies or pose a distance in front of them. And that's something that we like to do as well. But another thing that we really like to do is... At night. Go on Big Thunder Mountain and see the fireworks? That's Magic Kingdom. Oh, yeah. At night, we like to be around the World Showcase 7, uh, World Showcase Lagoon, so that we can watch their fireworks show. Yeah, Harmonious. Harmonious. Now, that is a very cool water firework a laser and projection show that has become probably my favorite currently running show. I am a big fan of Fantasmic over at Hollywood Studios, but Fantasmic's yet to come back. So I would say it is currently my favorite show. What do you want to say about Harmonious? Well, it's a really good fireworks show and um, you might see um, some of the Disney princesses there on a screen. Yeah, um, it has a lot of excitement there and a lot of crowds, seriously. It's a lot of fun. It's definitely worth it. Do not miss it. We make sure we watch it each time we go now, even though we have now seen it three times. Olivia and I have seen it three times. It is well worth it. Yeah. It Kids has will enjoy If they've made it to stay awake, they will be mesmerized. It's a lot of sensory detail for them. They will be just blown away by it. It is a whole lot of fun. So the real question is, is I've sat back and explained a lot of reasons why kids do like Epcot. It is fun for Epcot. There should be no reason to discourage kids from learning or being in a more educational location. But I think the real thing that we want to hear is, does this kid like Epcot? Yes. So should kids go to Epcot? Should it be skipped? Should you skip Epcot? No. No. Tell us why Epcot's one of your favorites. Just how do you feel when you go to Epcot? What what do you think? Excited. Excited? As a matter of fact, usually we give her kind of a some ideas because we like to park hop. And she usually directs us to go back to Epcot. I think it's mostly test track that gets her there. But no, I'm kidding. She likes it because we usually do take our whole trip to do the scavenger hunt. 
We try to find some of the kid cats. We like to pin trade. Um, during food and wine festival, me and her stop at the Hawaiian booth for cheesecake probably <laughs> five times at least. Yeah, that's the good one. The cheesecake is really good. Oh, and the mm -hmm. cheese breads over at the Brazilian booth. Those are really good. Yum. So we love Epcot. Mm-hmm. Take your kids to Epcot. Yes, definitely take them to Engage Epcot. Engage your kids. If you go in there thinking my kid's not going to like Epcot, you're right. You you as a parent are who is going to make it. But if you make if you go in there trying to engage your kids, trying to get them to be part of the world showcase and the countries through the scavenger hunts, through Kid Cat, putting them on rides, some, yeah, will be a little intense, like Soren, Mission Space, and Test Track. Those can be a little intense, but there are ones that are mild, like Finding Nemo and Spaceship Earth. Living with the Land, Three Caballeros, those are very tame. Put them in those interactive areas. Don't just try to run past them. Sometimes, yes, we do. We're on missions to get to other rides. But put them in those interactive areas at the end. Find those photo spot locations, like the one where you see Remy running off with a mushroom or the ones in front of the Epcot ball. Make it fun. Show them what, how to have fun learning while they don't even realize they're learning. And you guys will have a blast. Don't think of it as, oh, my kid won't get into it. Yes, they will. They will if you let them and show them how much fun it is. All right, Liv, do you have anything else you want to add about Epcot and why it's fun for kids? I think I would like to tell you how it is fun for kids. Oh, okay. You can add some. So, like, on um, when your kids see the Epcot ball, they might actually be incested to it because it's so big. Oh, that reminds me of something, Liv. Yeah. What does that Epcot ball look like at night right now for the 50th anniversary? Well, it changes colors. Like on orange, pink, yellow, blue, there's a lot. I can't say them all. Yeah, it does a, a light show. Oh, and to add to that, another ride is coming out this summer. The uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. That's going to be there um, starting this summer. No date set, but that will be if your kid is into superheroes. That might be something they really, really enjoy. It will. It is a type Which, of roller coaster, so there will be a height requirement to it. But that will be there this summer. And there's more coming, too. They're still uh, building the Moana building, which will feature um, things with water, which I, I, I can't say more than that, but I know my daughter will, <laughs> will like it. Which, she, if you have a son, then your son probably might be into Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm a girl. I'm into Guardians of the Galaxy, and I can't wait for this ride. Mm-hmm. What else would you like to add, Liv? Well, um, if you put your children on the the rides, they might really like the rides at Epcot because the rides at X at Epcot are actually really fun for kids. I have a question for you. 
Yes. Does it surprise you that parents ask me all the time, will my kid actually have fun at Epcot? Does that sound surprising to you that parents are actually thinking of skipping Epcot because they have kids? Yeah, but they shouldn't do that. I bet their kid will really enjoy it. And um, by the Epcot ball, there is like a little mandala thing you can do. Oh, yeah. That the um, that was that the painting that we did over um, over on the wall. Is that what you're talking about? Uh huh. Oh, okay. So, oh, that's at Festival of the Arts. They let you do a giant paint by numbers. You only get to do a seven per person, but it's really a lot of fun. We got to do a Starry Night Epcot scene. And if you have a kid, take them to there. I bet they would really love to paint. At Epcot. Yes. Festival of the Arts is really great for kids because they do have a lot of things um, for the kids to be part of. And activities. It's just really fun. It is fun. Is there anything else you'd like to add about? Nope. Not that I can think of. I think we've hit on everything. Rides, some of the restaurants, photo spots, characters, which pin the, trading. Which the kids will probably think is pretty fun. I think it's pretty fun, too. All right, Liv. Well, until next Sunday. Bye. See you real soon.